Welcome to the What They Hardly Warned Us About, Voice of the Victims podcast, where we become the voice for the victims. Here we'll talk about domestic violence, toxic relationships, manipulation, control, sex, money, third-party interference, and the lack of help that many people who are in toxic relationships don't receive. Here's your host, Tisha Jones. Hey guys, it is Tisha. How are you? Love you so much. A few weeks ago, I produced a video that said something reasons, are you a bad listener or something along those lines? Well, we're going to Forbes now to give a solution for that. If we are bad listeners, this is 10 steps to effective listening and learning to listen properly is something that many of us can do better in many of us. I'm a good listener, but even still, I can still do better. So, you know, it's um, more about, you know, moving up the stairs, you know, just learning how to perfect ourselves because a lot of times people are hurting. People are just hurting and they want to come to you. They want to come to us and they want to talk to us, but what do they get when they do? I know personally that I have talked to people and I've had people to listen to me and not say anything. And by the time they started talking, it was clear that they heard me, but they didn't listen because then they started going in with all sorts of advice, stuff that wasn't even relevant to me. And you know, pathetic. Or you go to someone and say, I have a problem. My problem is, and then they cut you off and then they start talking and then they want to get angry with you when you try to get back in the conversation. I've been there. So this article is taken from Forbes and it's called 10 Steps to Effective Listening. Number one, face the speaker and maintain eye contact. And it is, you know, appropriate, you know, to maintain eye contact. However, I do know that you have some people, like I have an autistic son and maintaining eye contact may not be his strong suit. So some people have disabilities, that's what I was trying to say. Some people have disabilities, someone I know with ADHD, you know, and their mind is constantly, you know, going, but the article tells you to maintain eye contact because of Western civilization. You have Western civilization, cultural taboos. You know, some people are shy, uncertain, shame, guilt, or other emotions. Those things can inhibit eye contact. If you are talking to someone, excuse the other guy, but you stay focused. What we're doing is practicing you being a better listener. So let them work on whatever issues that they're dealing with, but more so for you, maintain the eye contact. Two, be attentive, but relax. Oh my goodness, many of us are guilty. I'm guilty, have been guilty. How many times have we been doing something? Doing the dishes, working on the mail or whatever, and someone is trying to talk to us. Now I understand that it's imperative to, you know, get our things done too. But the point is, is what if every time someone wants to talk to us, we're doing something. We never stop to really be attentive, to be there while the person is speaking. Yes, we have to do the dishes. Yes, we have to uh, pay our bills. Yes, we have to make up our bed. 
yes, we have to cook dinner, whatever. And people want to talk to us, especially children. But what if, the point is, what I'm asking is, whenever this person or whoever tries to talk to us, we are always busy. You don't have to stare fixedly at the other person. You can look away now and then and carry on a conversation like a normal person. But the important thing is to be attentive, be present, give attention, apply or direct yourself to them, pay attention and be ready to serve. Mental screen outs or distractions like background noise or activities, you know, they do become distractions. And uh, to be funny, I have a spouse, my husband, when we were newly married, and we were talking about something serious, he depended on those background activities. Ooh, something's going on outside the window. Ooh, what's over there? You know, he was trying to bail. Also, don't be distracted by your own thoughts, feelings. Number three, keep an open mind. That means listen without judging the other person or mentally criticizing. That takes up effort because we're always judging something. We're always, you know, mentally criticizing something. But like this article says, if you feel alarmed, don't say to yourself, well, that was a stupid move. You know, as soon as you indulge in judgmental be amusements, you've compromised your position as an effective listener. Listen without jumping to conclusions. And I know that it's hard to do and that takes exercise. I'm going to put this article in the comments section so you all can read the rest of it because I'm not reading everything. Listen to the words and try to picture what the speaker is saying. Allow your mind to create a mental model of the information being communicated, whether a literal picture, arrangement of an abstract concept, your brain will do the necessary work to stay focused. When it's your turn to listen, don't spend time planning on what to say next. You can't rehearse and listen at the same time. You know how it said, we listen to hear, not listen to understand. Rehearsing what you're going to say, you've already concentrated on what you're trying to say as opposed to listening to what needs to be said. Number five, do not interrupt or impose your solutions. Oh my goodness, we are so guilty with this. Children used to be taught that it's rude to interrupt, but I'm not sure that message is getting across anymore. But the point is, is regardless of whether children are being taught that, Adults do it all the time. Even back when I was a child, interrupting by saying, what I have to say is more important than what you're going through. What I have to say is more interesting, accurate, or relevant than what you're saying. I've talked to people like that. I don't really care about what you think. I don't have time for your opinion. This isn't a conversation, it's a contest and I'm gonna win. That's what we do when we interrupt or impose our solutions. Really, which I know that the ultimate thing we're doing is trying to help, but sometimes all a person needs you to do is listen and understand, not listen and try to solve their problem. Number six, wait for the speaker to pause to ask clarifying questions. When you don't understand something, of course, you should ask the speaker to explain it to you. But rather than interrupt, wait until the speaker pauses 
and then say something like, back up a second, I didn't understand what you said about whatever. Or back up a second, can you repeat that for me because I'm really trying to get a good understanding or whatever. Number seven, ask questions only to ensure understanding. This is a lot to read. Okay, here it is, here it is. At lunch, a colleague is excitedly telling you about her trip to Vermont and all the wonderful things that she did and saw. Of course, in this course, this chronicle, she mentions that she spent time with a mutual friend named Alice. You jump in, oh, I haven't heard from Alice in ages. How is she? And just like that, the discussion shifts to Alice and her divorce and those poor children, which leads to a comparison in custody laws and before you know it, an hour is gone and the Vermont trip is a distant memory. That's an example. But the questions that you ask are only to ensure understanding, not questions that lead you into left field or some spectacular vacation that you might want to take. In other words, off of the subject that the speaker is in fact talking about. We're coming to a close. We're number eight. And this is important, and this really should have been number one. Try to feel what the speaker is feeling. Sometimes, I'm not going to read what is said here, but I am going to speak from my own experience. Perspective is everything. Sometimes, what a person is going through, you may never have walked down that road. As you all know, I do talk about a lot about abuse and stuff like that. And sometimes what I have come to find that a lot of people who have never been in abusive relationships or whether physically, emotionally, mentally, verbally or whatever, have a lot to say. You have people who are in bad marriages and here you have people who either are not in bad marriages or not even married at all, have so much to say. You're speaking from what you think or your experience. Try to feel what the speaker is feeling. Everyone's situation is not the same. Everybody does not um, walk down the same path. And just because somebody is going down this particular road does not mean that what they did is wrong or it doesn't mean that they're wrong try to put yourself in their shoes and see how they're feeling. Number nine, again, we're coming to a close. Give the speaker regular feedback. Something like, you must be thrilled, or what a terrible ordeal for you, or I can see that, yeah, that confused you. I can see that, yeah, I can see that you're confused. Or just the typical what we, you know, normally do. Mm-hmm, nodding. I had a, a mentor. She would really get into it. Mmm, Re really, baby? Oh my goodness. Hmm, girl, you know, you need to be careful. You're talking to that person. You know, she would really immerse herself with giving feedback and listening cues and whatnot. And it was, I love talking to her. She's, she's deceased now. But I, I really, really love talking to her. But, you know, give them regular feedback. And the last thing is number 10. Pay attention to what isn't said, to nonverbal clues. If you exclude email or the majority of direct communication, 
if you exclude email, the majority of direct communication is probably nonverbal. We glean a great deal of information about each other without even saying a word. Whether we're on the telephone, you can learn as much about the person from the tone of their voice. When I talk to my best friend, it doesn't matter what we talk about. If I hear laughter in her voice, I can be assured that she's doing well. Listening skills, exercise. It, it all takes exercise. You know, we're not gonna get it overnight, but if we start taking small steps, we can learn how to be better listeners. Well, I am Tisha and I hope you enjoyed that message. You take care. You've been listening to What They Hardly Warned Us About podcast with Tisha Jones. This episode is sponsored by Online Therapy. Your host, Tisha Jones, gets online therapy. Her message for you is this. As a woman, I was raised that we didn't go to therapy. We were told that what happens in the home stays in the home. Not to talk about our parents or spouses because it would make them look bad. We were told to be strong and handle it. If we tried to talk about our issues, we were silenced and told we were complaining and being emotional. We were stigmatized as the angry black female and ignored. As time went on, I was falling apart and needed help that my loved ones couldn't provide. That's when I went to therapy. It was refreshing to talk to someone who was on my side and cared about my well-being. Someone who didn't judge me or belittle me when I said I was hurting. Someone who didn't call me names, practice victim blaming, or stigmatize me when I said how I felt. It was refreshing to talk to someone who finally listened to me. If any of that is true for you, might I encourage you to get online therapy. With online therapy, not only will you have access to your personal therapist, who will be by your side from start to finish, but they also offer you a complete therapy toolbox. The program includes all the tools that you need to deal with whatever is hindering you in your life to become an even happier you. Take the first step to go from where you are to where you want to be and click the link below. I'm sure you'll be glad that you did. You are just as valuable. You matter. Get help for you. Choose you. Follow the link on our webpage at fewwarnings.buzzsprout.com to get 20% off your first session. You'll be glad you did. Again, follow the link on our webpage at fewwarnings.buzzsprout.com. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to tell a friend and leave your comments. Also, make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to our podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Podchaser, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, and Spotify. Additionally, you can follow us on YouTube at What They Hardly Warned Us About, on Facebook at Few Warnings, on Instagram at Few Warnings, on Patreon at Few Warnings. And for donations, gifts, and love offerings, feel free to use our cash app at dollar sign few warnings. Finally, if you find that you need help in any facet of your life, please visit our webpage for important free resources and for valuable links attached to each episode to get you the help you need. Remember, the bravest thing you can do is ask for help. See you next time. Bye-bye.